Alright, so from Phil Walters, we've got Must I Fight My Own Sister? <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. This okay. yeah, this is gonna be gotta be a reluctant sort of like um I mean you like a lot I think a lot of martial arts movies have this premise, right? Where like you know, uh, the person that you are, you are obviously, um, or I say you are, the protagonist is obviously, like, very, already vel- very well versed in martial arts, but they don't want to use them, right? Like, that's, yeah. it's that kind of, like, mm. hidden master, sort of, like, retired, um, what have you. Um, and therefore, to, to have, uh, you know, that a- added layer of, like, you know the person committing wrongs in this in this world is you know your uh, is your sibling means that you extra don't want to do it but if it gets so bad then you're going to have to you're going to have to break those vows and you're going to you know have to have to fight your uh, your family member um i don't know how like we should just double down on that i think i think like um the it, it's not just you know, I don't want to fight anyone, uh, and the, the the world is necessitating. You know, because we could construct a narrative in which someone who's reluctant to fight has to fight their own sister. Sure, but what if it's not the narrative that's doing that, but literally in text the entire universe? Like it is, it is everyone around the person going, "Hey, you should fight your sister. That'd be good." And then they go, <laughs> "No, no, I'm. Why would, why no, would I, I do that?" And then they're, they're like, "Well, you see, she just dropped litter on the ground." Um, like <laughs> one, one, I'm terrible at fighting. She's really good. <laughs> why has it got to be me <laughs> that fights her? She, she flat out ripped off the heads of three guys who, who tried to get her for jaywalking the other day like is, is it just minor crimes she's committing well, I, just, I, I, think, I think that they start getting escalated like not the, her I'm, I'm going to say it's um, uh, we've already used Holly Valance damn it um, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna say it. Who, who's, who's gonna be good in a as a like uh, unbeatable fighter um, in this? Uh, someone you wouldn't expect. Alison hmm. Brie. Alison Brie is she... a completely unbeatable fighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She is in Glow. Yeah, I was gonna say she was in Glow, so she she can play a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like. It's not that Alison Brie keeps doing worse crimes. It's that the world's response to her normal everyday things uh, starts becoming heightened. So, like every they they to the point where judges are making decrees that things are crimes just because she does them. <laughs> <laughs> she's such a rebel, is Alison Brie <laughs> in this movie? Like, like she she's got a mohawk. Um, she wears leather jackets backwards um, because no one's going to tell her what to do. <laughs> wears like, leather, like a straight jacket. <laughs> yeah. Are you, you going to stop her? At the back. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, go anywhere near her. It's not called a straight jacket anymore. It's called a wiggly jacket because she did. <laughs> She's rebelling. So, so she looks she, and acts like 
a bad guy from Double Dragon is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I so I think that the way that we have a kind of world that just for no reason hates this woman, right, is in is by doing a kind of Meghan Markle thing, right? We have her yeah. be involved with um, a, the societies like Prince or or Bo or you know whoever they really like, and then the world suddenly turns against her. And so, like, judges are... People in power are making rules to stop <laughs> her from doing literally anything she wants to do. Like, it's now illegal to be uh, to be training to be a lawyer. It's now illegal to enjoy <laughs> crocheting on the weekends. It's now illegal to live where <laughs> she lives. Um, <laughs> and, so, and so she goes out into the desert. Just... Just to sort of get away from it all, because she's like, I'm sick of ripping the heads off policemen. <laughs> like, I'm, like, no one can stop me. Well, this is. Uh, meanwhile, uh, I will say that. Um, what's her name played Trinity? Oh, oh Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss, that's it. Meanwhile, Carrie Ann Moss is like the commissioner or like a, 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 a big detective in the police. Right, mm. and so like um, is is kind of like the one expected to carry out like the the investigation to try and stop Alison Brie. Um, but I've lost 150 men this month to Alison Brie <laughs> to my own sister. <laughs> we need to. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we need to. Uh, we need to come up with more. Um, uh, we need to come up with cleverer tactics uh, in order to. Uh, or to bring Alison Bree down, <laughs> and and yeah, like Carrie Ann Moss is, is is kind of like just gonna is gonna lose her position in the police and lose her position in society if she doesn't carry out these laws that are starting to form around Alison Alison Bree, who is just sort of like you know passively breaking the rules, just like <laughs> oh right, I'm not allowed to crochet on the weekends. Okay, I'll crochet on on on. Uh, Monday at 1am um, like <laughs> so, Friday yeah. until half 11 yeah. like um, oh I'm not allowed to live here okay she just picks up her building and moves it one foot to the right because <laughs> uh, I don't know she's like a super soldier uh, <laughs> she lives in a caravan she doesn't need oh, that, that yeah. works better yeah she just gets a yeah. she just gets a uh, a tow truck and just pulls Pulls the caravan. No. I mean, I'm not. No, I'm not I, against I her being like a up. one punch man, kind of strongest person <laughs> yeah. in the world okay. for no yeah. discernible reason. <laughs> so she just picks yeah. up the caravan and moves it one foot to the left and goes, "Don't live there anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I don't live there anymore. She shouts at the police outside the caravan. So I don't live here no more. I live next door. <laughs> Um, and so, like, yeah, I, I think there is a whole, like, you know, bureaucracy element to this where, like, um, you know, <laughs> this police commissioner is kind of like, I, I'm, tr I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to enforce all these rules, but it's getting very, very difficult to, to focus them all when you're, like, when you're making it illegal to, like, wear your hair like that. And, <laughs> and now it's illegal to... Well, you're running out of things, so now it's illegal to have a tattoo on your forearm, but... 
Lots of people have tattoos on you. Do you understand how much work you've just made for me? <laughs> and so, like, slowly... I'm gonna have to kill you. I'm sorry, <laughs> Alison. What are you coming at me for? I ain't done nothing wrong. It's the courts. It's the courts we should go after. The people making the laws. They're the corrupt ones. I think um, they they sort of like. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, the, one of the rules they come up with is like because um, because she, you know, because she's a really good fighter. She also likes um, uh, she also likes fighting, watching people fight. Right? She like like watches martial arts uh, kind of competitions and stuff. It becomes illegal to watch martial arts competitions, right? Um, which is going to be important in a minute. Uh, because um, what, what happens is they schedule this bout, basically. They, they say, okay, the commis- uh, commissioner says, all right, sure, I'll fight my sister. Yeah, you're going to, uh, for one, once and for all, puts a big all-point bulletin, bulletin out. There's like, once and for all, I will fight my sister to, to bring her under control, this lawbreaker. And then, um, of course, everyone's really excited about this. Finally, this, this person who the entire society for no reason hates um, uh, is, is going to, is going to be brought to justice. So they all start like, coming to this location but they've, they've scheduled it in a theatre um, and or, or like in a wrestling ring or whatever so everyone starts coming up and then of course uh, Hugh Grant who is the the, the prince who's like uh, who's the the person who is doing all this <laughs> the prince of the kingdom yeah I, like, <laughs> doing all that's this something we didn't really corruption. bring up it yeah. was uh, it was a sort of fantasy medieval uh, location why uh, not <laughs> yeah. yeah why not no, I'm I'm thinking yeah. in, a, in a kind of more kind of the princess switch way, right? Like the <laughs> a sort of um, a, a kind of mo- quite... modern modern kingdom sort of situation. <laughs> I, I quite like I quite like the fact that we've not mentioned it until this point, but it is set in a fantasy medieval. <laughs> sure, why not? Um... Um, <laughs> but yeah, then then like yeah, uh, Hugh Grant's like you know who who has been facilitating and making all these laws um, has uh, like you know of course pays to get into the theatre to make sure the job gets done and thus implicates himself in a crime and uh, and uh, you know therefore gets arrested and that's the end of the film I guess <laughs> so they end up Is... actually not fighting has there been any yeah. fighting in this martial arts movie <laughs> uh, if, if by martial arts so how much is fighting in the courts uh, <laughs> so much so many times have we gone this is a court case movie uh, it's, it's going to be a, a, a legal battle most of the film is going to be set in, in a courtroom uh, not much actual action is going to happen it's mainly the repercussions of <laughs> the thing is we're just making this up from the top of our heads like like we could come up with anything <laughs> but it's just no we go to a courtroom we come to the bottom down place we could possibly be uh. <laughs> I mean there's been loads of fighting when, she, when they've tried to arrest her before uh, yeah so, yeah yeah she does, she does a kick kicks someone clean <laughs> over the sun yeah and maybe a punch at some point yeah it does a punch punches someone right into a dragon's mouth 
There you go. There's your fucking fantasy. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm to- okay. Now I'm totally on board. <laughs> Perfect movie now. Sorry, I appear to have, I appear to have uh, inherited. Uh, <laughs> I appear to have inherited Alison Brie's character's uh, rebellion uh, <laughs> as we've been pitching this movie. It's infectious. <laughs> she lives in you, Matt. She lives in you. Would that we could all be the strongest woman alive. <laughs> the the more we bring up Mr. Bean's holiday, the more the more I'm just like the more I'm I'm not even worried because like hardly anyone's seen that movie. No. <laughs> and it's just like I'm not even worried about referencing it anymore because no one's gonna get it. But it's just like <laughs> I would be like, watch Mr. Bean's Holiday. It's better than you think. It's better than you think, and uh, you know. Tom, Tom McGrath, Life's a Bitch podcast. My favorite martial arts movie. Yeah. <laughs> but while you do that, I just want to go through a, a thing we've been given on uh, uh, on the Twitter, which I, I forgot. I, I was going to put it on the list, and I forgot to. So I'm sorry. Um, it's uh, from Pete Miller. We got given Fist of Furries, uh, a group of undercover kung fu detectives from Hong Kong infiltrate an animal con- uh, an animal cosplay convention, which is a front for the sale of illegal blood diamonds. Um, and then uh, Mrs. Donahue's snail uh, read it as I misread this as Fist of Furbies, so I'm half stealing your idea. <laughs> Fist of Furbies would and be a for- cool cool pitch for the record I would have gone with uh, Fist of Furbies <laughs> same, same plot except instead of Kung Fu Detectives Kung Fu Furbies yep um, I mean a, a Kung Fu a John Wick style Kung Fu fight scene with f- people in full fursuits would be so very impressive though <laughs> it would the- be like you know, you know those bits in Jackass where they got dressed as like gorillas and just went around town beating each other. <laughs> and the blood diamonds would explain why there are so many weirdly rich furries. <laughs> yes. Have you seen the price of a fursuit? <laughs> they're, they're like yeah. three grand. God, yeah, gee whiz, that's ridiculous. Are you a martial arts movie fan, Eden? I mean, like, not directly, uh, just, like, in the sense that I haven't watched many martial arts movies, but, like, I watch a lot of wrestling, and that's descended from the martial arts movie, because it's just Mm. cinematically pretending to fight. It's a martial art, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Like, wrestling is a martial art. Like, we could do an entire episode just about wrestling, and it would still be a martial arts episode. Um, Yeah. Like, because it... Like martial arts for me, at least, uh, we we've had this argument before. But martial arts, I think, are bigger, more broad than just "Hey, are you are you kung fu punch kick?" Right? I mm. think that like sword fighting is martial arts, and I think that um, bow skills are martial arts. And I think because martial just means combat. Right. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. It, if it's an art, then it is an art. So, it, like, you, and and in and in the case of making movies, art is art. Yeah. Um, if you're choreographing it, then it's art for sure. Um. So yeah, like for me, I think the 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 the, the genre is broader than it first appears. Um. It's just been popularized 
in um, traditionally in in China. Those are the aesthetics we recognize from yeah. like from coming out of the seventies and such, right? I mean, nowadays, do you, do you consider sort of like gun fu movies to be martial arts? So, sort of like the John Wick and the yeah. uh, e- Equilibrium, was it? Very sort of. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my reaction every time anyone brings up equilibrium. By the way, it's just like, <laughs> oh, what a, is that? The curve bullets, what a silly one? train wreck of a movie. Oh, no, the curve bullets one was wanted. Not, what? Yeah, wanted. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't pay enough attention. But yeah, the John Wick but, um, I would definitely rec- uh, like uh, recognise as a martial arts movie. Um, yeah. e- equilibrium, though, going back to equilibrium, equilibrium is like um, the premise behind it. It's definitely a martial arts movie. The premise behind the martial art in it is that we've. <laughs> this is why every time I laugh at it because it's just so funny. We've we've analysed thousands and thousands of different ways to get shot, <laughs> right. and we've formulated a martial art. In order to avoid getting shot, <laughs> it's, it's like you know how in the Matrix you can dodge bullets yeah. by just believing that time can slow down and yeah. you can dodge bullets and stuff. No, this is like it's just like it's, it's, we're taking the the re- religion and belief out of that and going, no, this is pure science. We've we've done that. We've done the homework and uh, and we. <laughs> We're just going to move our bodies in a way that thousands and thousands of hours of, of looking at footage of people being shot have, uh, have made us not uh, be shot so by what, moving our bodies in a certain way. Watchman does that a little bit in the graphic novel, which is to say mm. that in the, there's like the silk shadow, the shadow man, the shadow shadowington the, in, yeah, in the first one. generation of, of superheroes, basically. Rorschach. Uh, no, like just, a, just the... the Generation before, um, yeah. uh, the um, there is a character that basically explains that they they, they kind of explain in, in the abstract that um, the way that they moved in this like they were quite slight, but the way that they moved within this big cloak that they wore um, basically made it was kind of like misdirection, so it would make people shoot at the center of mass, but they'd change their center of mass so that like they weren't getting shot they were shooting at something that they thought was the person um and like obviously it's pure fantasy but so is literally everything else in this yeah. we're going to talk about in this um thing like john wick is probably like a, a closer thing the, to to actual combat because like they count bullets and they sort of like um you know he he reloads a a, a, a reasonable amount in this film um, <laughs> rather than just sort of like people just firing for 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 minutes at a time with a machine gun and just sort of going like oh there yeah, we're just we're just keeping going and and, and if, if of... the shot looks good I mean like that's kind of that's kind of a a hallmark of a martial arts movie like it's it's more art than it is martial like if it looks cool mm. if it looks yeah. cool it, it it is possible in the world yes exactly yeah 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 uh, and. You know, I, I think there's there's so many different schools of, of uh, trying to achieve that, right? Like, um, in in terms of um, the the kind of the, the uh, Chinese style of uh, martial arts movie, that involves just doing more more interesting things, like yeah. just literally doing crazy shit that like can really get you hurt, and then um, uh, like filming it. And if you do that, then it's 
you, you, you're gonna get away with it, right? Like it's gonna it's gonna be a good movie because people are literally going to be witnessing you doing something that they've never seen before. Yeah. Whereas New- I think you know in the American style, it's kind of like, you know, you could even call like Marvel stuff martial arts in some ways, right? Like it's essentially mm. like something something like. Um, uh, some, something like the Winter Soldier or something like that, where there's a lot of hand-to-hand combat and not a lot of laser guns. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, you would never call something like Iron Man a martial arts movie, but you might call um, the Winter Soldier uh, a martial arts movie because there's just so much hand-to-hand mm. combat. There's so much choreographed combat. Um, whether yeah. or not it's well done or not is is another question entirely. Um, Star Wars. Sure, like. That's, uh... It's, it's based on the sort of old samurai films, and that I would call them martial arts movies. Uh, I think that the the space combat kind of goes against the because space combat is not martial arts. Well, like the thing is with the with the Star Wars swords, uh, lightsabers. I believe they're <laughs> Star Wars swords, as we all know them. <laughs> the Star Wars swords. Um, wow, I'm a fake nerd. Um, the uh, it, it it you just swap them up for regular swords and that's just a, a sword fight like it, it looks like like crouching tiger hidden dragon or something because they're floating around all over the place but it's it's still at the end of the day a sword fight oh yeah like the the, the sword fight but especially the especially the sequences that are taken directly from samurai movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> are definitely uh, are definitely martial arts but i think like the the again the space combat bits are Again, sometimes directly yeah. taken from like old war fighting films, and a war film is not a martial arts film. And and no, that's no, no, why no. I would be resi- uh, like I'd be reluctant to call something like the Fast and the Furious a martial arts movie because although there is hand to hand combat, um, although there is shooting and you know hand to hand combat, there is also a a fo- the focus isn't really on it. You know, mm. it, it's kind of. Um, it's a little different. Like the reason I would be willing to call something like Captain America a martial arts movie at a push is that there is a focus on he throws shield and it bounces around good and and like that's kind of the the premise almost, yes. isn't it? Like mm. we are focusing on the way this person fights. Yeah. Um, and whereas... like it, it helps that a lot of the current Avengers, their powers are. If not directly, then sort of one step removed from he's strong and punches good. Yeah, he's strong yeah. and punches good. As, as, we, as we were shown That's in, one of the main um, problems with uh, <laughs> with many of the Marvel movies. I'm just sort <laughs> of like... Like, it gets... The, my my mum always says, like, she hates the Marvel movies because it's just like... When it comes down to it, they are just punching. Yeah. Like, yeah. punching I, like, I, each other. They're not... They're not doing anything different. Especially, like, th- this was really written large in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't want to go back to it too much, but they just decided yeah. to put all the ones that were is Strong Punch good in the same place. I mean, um, <laughs> what, is, what is variety? What is that even important yeah. for? Like, at the very least, like, when you look at, like, Edgar Wright's, like, test footage, Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish te- uh, test footage for Ant-Man, right? that like incredible choreographed sequence where like the entire focus was on what can we achieve with the combat 
the, when you can grow and, and shrink, right? Like, yeah. uh, what is what is something that you won't have seen before? And then you look at Ant-Man and the Wasp and it's like, well, you, you achieved something. Like, he went big and he went small. Mm. And, you know, they, they, they certainly, in the original Ant-Man, achieved some cool stuff with, like, a big train, right? Like, the big the big toy train. Yeah. And, and that sort of thing, right? Those things are cool, sure. But they aren't really, like meshed in with the combat they're not really um, the combat certainly isn't the focus of these movies set pieces are um, yes. and and like that for me is the is, is, is the essence of like dividing just straight up action movies action adventure movies from um, martial arts movies is are yeah. we are we focused on the literal mechanics of how these people are achieving what they're achieving it's almost a sell, isn't it? It's, it's it's how how is this movie selling you on the reality it creates? Yes. Um, Which is why <laughs> DOA Dead or Alive is my favourite martial arts movie. <laughs> All right, because because that's coming in just like yeah, we're just gonna fight and we're gonna <laughs> an- analyse the way these fights. Uh, are going yeah and then we're going to put all these fights into a pair of sunglasses a pair of sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> and then and then regardless of how of how physically fit you are you'll be able to block all these attacks yeah yeah I've yep. not seen that film uh, oh my <laughs> god I would recommend so watching DOA yeah um, yeah <laughs> like it is not only does it have because DOA of course uh, I'm, I don't know if you've ever played any of the games, but there's some wrestler characters, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, but also like there's just a bunch of random character concepts. In this case, um, uh, all those character concepts have been boiled down to various kinds of hot woman. Um, I mean, <laughs> Dead or Alive is is more famous for its beach volleyball games than its fighting games. So I was gonna like, Wait, I'm not what? surprised that there are that it's just hot women now, because again, there's fighting games of DOA. <laughs> <laughs> there's fighting games of DOA beach volleyball. <laughs> what? Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.